Hey everyone and welcome back to the Live with Rachel podcast. I'm Rachel and today we're going to be continuing studying through the book of Romans and in particular today we're going to be reading through Romans chapter 12 verses 3 to 16. So like I said in the previous episode, Romans chapter 12 is my absolute favorite chapter in Romans or maybe even the whole Bible and that's because of how practical Romans chapter 12 really is because As I said before, in the Christian life, sound doctrine and duty always go together and what we believe helps to determine how we should be behaving. It's not enough for us to understand Paul's explanations, but we must also translate our learning into daily living and show by our daily lives that we actually do believe and trust in God's word. So in the last episode, we looked at our relationship to God and how we're to yield our bodies, our mind and our will to him. And what exactly does that practically look like? And in the section that we're covering today, since we're still focused on the theme of relationships, we're now looking at our relationship to other believers. So let's get right into it and read Romans chapter 12 verses 3 to 16. And as usual, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation today. And it says this, Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong and hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. So remember, Paul is writing to the Christians who were members of the local churches in Rome. And you'll notice that he describes their relationship to each other like different parts of a body. If this is confusing, it's because the basic idea is that each Christian is a living part of Jesus' body. I know that sounds weird, but essentially each person has a special function to perform. Each person has a gift to be used for building up the church body and perfecting the other members of the body. So we essentially belong to each other. That's why we have this faith in common. We minister to each other and we need each other, believe it or not. So what are the essentials for growth in the body of Christ? Well, first is honest evaluation. Remember verse three, it says, don't think that you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So each Christian needs to know what their spiritual gifts are and what ministry they are to have in a local church. It's not wrong if you think that you can identify gifts and areas in other people, 
In fact, that's probably encouraged, but what is wrong is to have the tendency to have a false evaluation of ourselves. Nothing causes a church more damage than a Christian who overrates themselves and tries to perform a ministry they just simply can't do, which is why it makes sense for a Christian to perhaps volunteer in a couple of ministries just at first trying to figure out what's the best fit for them and then stick to that ministry rather than spread themselves out thin and try to volunteer in every single area of the church. That's probably going to turn into burnout down the road if they do spread them out too thin and volunteer in every single area. It will, like I said, it'll lead to burnout, it will lead to resentment and it will damage the church in some way, like I said. The opposite is also true though. Sometimes a person can undervalue themselves So just try not to go in either of the extremes. Anyway, we have gifts and talents given to us by God's grace and we need to accept what we get and we exercise them by faith because we're saved by grace through faith. So we should live and serve by grace through faith. And also, since we're given these gifts and talents from God, we can't exactly take credit for them ourselves and we should never be proud about what we can do. We should always honor God with what we can do instead. Also, try not to be resentful or envious that other people can do something that you can't do. Because in a way, that's essentially saying that God made a mistake in you and with you. And that's impossible because God is good and perfect and so are his ways. And so just be easy on yourself and accept what God has given you with grace and acknowledge him and just give him the glory. I know it can be hard sometimes, but when individual believers in a church know their gifts and accept them by faith and use them for God's glory, then God can bless you and the church in a wonderful, amazing way. I have other old episodes on serving in a healthy way in a local church in the archives and I would highly recommend giving them a listen because I am in no way ever going to promote anyone uh, serving in an unhealthy church that lacks boundaries and stuff like that. So if you need help in an area like that or hearing anything about serving is kind of triggering for you, I would really suggest that you go and check out that episode because I have a lot to say on that area. The second essential for growth in the body of Christ is faithful cooperation. And I just want to read verses six to eight again. It says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, serve them well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So like I said, each Christian has their own gifts and talents and God gave them to you. And he gave you certain ones so that the local churches can grow in a balanced way. Each Christian should exercise their gift by faith. We may not always see the result of our ministry at the time, but God definitely sees it and he blesses what is good. One thing I want to highlight here is that encouragement is considered to be a spiritual gift. Can you believe it? It's just as equal as preaching or teaching and giving and showing mercy are also important gifts. So do not fall into the trap that one gift is better than the other because that's not what the Bible says. Whatever gift we have should be dedicated to God and used for the good of the whole church, for the whole body, for every single person who walks through those doors. 
Like I said, it's really sad when any one gift is emphasized in a local church more than other gifts or when a local church says that only, for example, only the staff can exercise a spiritual gift and the rest of the congregation can't. That's like cutting the limbs off the church body. It's not able to function properly. So just be weary of what does a church value? What is their staff and volunteer culture? And always remind yourself of the healthy boundaries. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 29 and 30 says, Are we all apostles? Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Of course not. So it's pretty clear. The purpose of each person using their gifts is to benefit the whole church. It might not look the exact same as another person, but just because someone's gift is different to yours, like it might be in the same vein as yours, but just because someone's gift is different doesn't make it wrong because you don't know if that gift is going to benefit a certain area of the church that isn't being reached by you specifically. I hope that makes sense. Also, spiritual gifts are tools to be built with, not toys to play with or weapons to fight with. In the church at Corinth, The believers were tearing down the ministry because they were abusing spiritual gifts. They were using their gifts as ends in themselves and not as a means towards the end of building up the church. They emphasized so much of their own spiritual gifts that they lost their spiritual graces. They had the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but they were lacking in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, etc. The third and final essential for growth in the body of Christ is loving participation. And this is covered in verses 9 to 16. The emphasis in this section is on those who exercise their spiritual gifts with a bad attitude. Paul makes a similar point in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is famously known as the love chapter. Love is the circulatory system of the church body and it enables the members to function in a healthy, harmonious way. And it needs to be a real and genuine love, not a hypocritical love. It needs to be humble and not proud and it needs to treat others as more important than ourselves. Sometimes serving Christ means getting opposition from Satan and his forces and days and days of discouragement. We're encouraged to maintain our spiritual zeal and enthusiasm because we're serving God and not people, and that's something that I can tell you from personal experience is very, very hard sometimes to remember, and I don't want you to hear this and feel discouraged either, like you have to suck it up and be happy all the time and just grit and bear it when you're volunteering and doing things for the Lord, but I just want you to know I completely empathize with you if you don't feel this way all the time, just like I did. So thankfully, I think God knows how difficult people can really be sometimes because Our encouragement to us is found right here in verse 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Christian fellowship is also more than just pleasant conversation on Sundays or at social gatherings, but it means confidentially sharing the burdens and happy blessings of others so that we can all grow together and glorify the Lord together. If Christians can't get along with each other, how are we to ever face our actual enemies? I'm sure we've all had our fair share of disagreements with other Christians, and so far, my biggest encouragement would be this. Other people's interpretation of you isn't who you really are. It just, it really, really isn't. God says who you are, and if you have a humble attitude and a willingness to share, 
those are the marks of a Christian who truly ministers to the church body. So don't let anyone discourage you from doing good, even if they don't understand your heart. And that's where I'm going to leave it today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And in the next one, we'll be covering our relationship to our enemies, which is in verses 17 to 21. So I hope you'll tune into that one. But for now, I hope you have a really great rest of your day. Bye, everyone. Bye.